Chapter 1, Kitchen Chaos 12-year-old Zach was confused about what startled him out of a sound sleep, but whatever it was spooked him. So much that he didn't dare call out to see if his parents answered back. Instead, he slipped out of bed, trying not to make any noise at all. As he peeked from the doorway of his bedroom, the hall nightlight showed only emptiness and shadows. Farther down the hall, he saw a dim light coming from the open door of his parents' bedroom. He crept down the hall, staying on the left to skip that one creaky floorboard in the middle, and at the same time he strained his ears for some sense of what was happening downstairs. He had a hunch that was where the noise had come from that woke him. He poked his head into the doorway of his mom and dad's bedroom. A reading lamp was turned on and the bed covers thrown back as if his mom and dad had leapt out. There was no sign of them. Bam! Zack jumped at the noise from downstairs. It sounded like the back door slamming shut. His heart racing, Zack called out in a hoarse whisper. Mom? Dad? No more sounds from downstairs. Nothing but silence which grew deeper and echoed through the house. He tried a little bit louder, tiptoeing now to the top of the stairs. Mom? Dad? Is that you? Light spilled from the kitchen and dimly lit the stairs as Zack crept down, now going a little bit faster but still trying to stay quiet. If there was somebody other than his parents in the house, he wanted to have the element of surprise. Zack knew weird things were starting to happen. His parents tried to keep him from seeing the news the evening before, but he caught enough to know a new virus had been created in a lab outside the city and it had accidentally been released. It spread quickly and caused people to attack others by biting their skulls. If a bitten person didn't die, the virus reacted in them and caused them to start attacking too. It had barely begun before people were calling it the zombie virus. When his mom and dad caught him staring at the newscast from the doorway, they shut off the television and told him not to worry about it. Things would be okay. They said some other things that Zack now wished he'd listened to, but all he remembered thinking was, Zombies? Cool. Now with something strange going on in his house and his parents not answering, Zack was afraid to think about what was actually happening, but he couldn't stop his mind from jumping there. With thoughts of the zombie virus spinning in his head, he started freaking out just a little and raced down the rest of the stairs. Turning the corner into the kitchen, his cries of Mom! Dad! getting caught in his throat as his eyes picked up red splotches in a kitchen that was supposed to be yellow and white. There was lots of red. On the walls, on the floor, and slowly dripping from the table where a body lay. Zack's thoughts were playing catch-up with what was happening, and it took a few seconds before he realized he was looking at the body of Jeffrey, his poodle. His skull had been cracked open, and Zack took off running through the house, calling for his parents, all thoughts of silence long gone. Nobody downstairs. Back upstairs to check again. He even checked the closet and bathroom in his parents' bedroom in case they were hiding. Nothing. No sign of them at all. Zack grabbed the house phone off the stand in the hallway to call 911, but couldn't hear a dial tone. He raced into his room to use his desk phone. No sound there either. His parents had promised him a cell phone on his next birthday, but right now, he seemed cut off from the world. Standing by the window with the dead phone in his hand, Zack caught some motion out of the corner of his eye. Outside, near the streetlight at the corner, a group of shambling figures walked away from the house. In the middle of the group, he caught a flash of blonde hair, 
and as they passed under the streetlight, he saw his mom and dad being shoved along by what looked like zombies. Dropping the phone, Zack scrambled into his clothes, but lost time trying to untie his shoes. His dad was always telling him to untie them instead of just kicking them off, and now Zack wished he'd listened. Blinking back tears at the thought of what might happen to his parents, Zack finally got his shoes on and vaulted down the stairs. Throwing open the front door, Zack started down the walk, not thinking what he'd do when he caught up with his parents, just intent on getting to them. As he reached the sidewalk, his surroundings started working through his panic. It was the middle of the night, but he realized there were quite a few people up and around. And then he heard the screams. From up the block, he saw a family run out of their house with a zombie right behind. Looking back at what they were fleeing from caused them to run right into another group of zombies outside the house. There was a moment of confusion and screaming and then crunching sounds. Zack stopped and looked down the other way. More people running, more zombies chasing and eating. It was only blind luck he wasn't among them. Backing down the walk toward the house as fast and quietly as he could, Zack slipped inside, eased shut the door, and fastened the deadbolt. He ran through the house and locked the back door, trying not to look at the body of Jeffrey. He headed to his room, taking the stairs two at a time. It was time to create his plan of attack. Because nobody was going to kidnap Zack's mom and dad and eat their brains. Not if he had to fight an entire zombie army to save them.